This episode is not intended for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tell Me Your Story podcast, a podcast about real life stories from everyday people. Each episode, we dive into intriguing stories from all over the world. Now here's your host, Keisha B. about you non-stop obviously I've been thinking about you too <laughs> I've been talking about you like crazy <laughs> I love that I've been like trying to imagine you obviously that's kind of impossible but it is in my mind it's almost like you can see me but obviously you can't I was just like thinking I have to look good for her, but it's Aww. like, it's weird. You say all the right stuff. <laughs> but it's true though, it's true. Cameron. Yes. I think I love you. I love you. <laughs> wow. I love you. I love you. Did we just say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Okay. Are you crying? A little, just a tiny bit. <laughs> it's all becoming very, very real. I've fallen in love with her without ever having seen her. Part of me does think, are you being rash? But it feels so right. It feels like I'm jumping out of a plane. Scary as fuck. Yeah. But amazing. It is scary. But I trust you. I trust you. If we get married, then, you know, that's it for me. Yeah, me too. We have to make it work. We do. Yeah. It's terrifying thinking that something that I've been looking for my whole life could possibly be with the person that's on the other side of that wall. I feel like I'm falling in love with a stranger, but at the same time, I feel like I know everything about him. I wish that I could just kind of hold you right now. Yeah, me too. You're like four feet away. <laughs> but I'm right here. Yeah, you're here. Hey, storytellers, this is Keisha B. And guess what? We are back with another episode love the other four letter word and you just heard a scene from the really popular show from netflix blind so i am going to start the show off with the question is love blind come on ladies is love blind <laughs> absolutely it is she is like, she's got blinders on, she colorblind, she can't oh, Lord see Jesus. Sense, she can't see a lot of stuff. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she's blind. So why do you feel like, like, okay, so let's just talk about Cameron and Lauren. I am so, I'm so in love with their love story. I mean, if, if you guys haven't seen the show, Love is Blind, you that's okay i won't put any spoilers out there but stephanie and i have seen it and their love story was my most favorite one and it's just the way they fell in love they fell in love with each other's minds and their the way they talk to one another and their voices and it was just so amazingly incredibly just beautiful i couldn't imagine what it what was would have 
would have been like if Cameron was like butt ugly, but (laughs) (laughs) see, and that right there, I don't think that love is truly blind. Okay, speak on it. To not only have that mental connection, but you have to have that physical connection. And with love is blind, that's what so many of the couples struggled with was getting that physical connection. As much as we all want to try and deny it, there's got to be some sort of attraction. Heat. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So I I I was thinking about this. Like, you know, could I have fell in love with a complete geek? And I'm. Do you guys remember the story of the the show, the Urkel, Steve Urkel, whatever his name is, yes. long, long, long time ago? Mm-hmm. He it's looked Stephane. like a geek. Yes, yeah, Stefan. You know, Steph. Girl, you can turn that geek into a man. <laughs> little bad thing. <laughs> you can turn him into something. Mm, mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, I think that I could have did it anyway. Like, if he was, he was the the right height. Um, if he was, you know, if he had the right personality and we vibed, I think that if he didn't, if he looked like, you know, maybe Shrek or whatever, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, we, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I would have had a little bit of a tough time. But if Shrek would have treated me you like you don't look like the now, if you were uh, Shrek's equivalent, you'd be about it, though. Right, 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 right. True story. True story. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I think I would have given it a shot. I don't know that we would have walked down the aisle and I would have said I do, but I still would have given it a shot. Now, if he looked like he looked, but he good in bed, he treats me like a princess. A motherfucker had to think about this for a minute. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> gotta think about this for a minute okay amber ma'am yeah what do you think do you think love is blind i'm gonna say absolutely it is it's blind or it chooses to view what is and what is not going to be attractive like it makes a choice and i would say that that's true only because <laughs> i have loved some very strange looking humans and it's like <laughs> But I would say, like, I would say, even in, when I was younger, in my mind, I was like, you know, the goofier, goofier he looks, the better, because then I don't have to worry about other women. But that's not true. So after I realized, it does not matter how handsome or how funny looking he is, you know, there's still that potential. I might as well go for what I find is most attractive. They said this thing that they said two ugly people always make a pretty baby. Negative. So what if you have. <laughs> I object. That can't be the case. Cause I, you know what? I'm not going to say any specific babies, but we all know that there are some children who, you know, they have to grow into their look. I'm not going to say they're ugly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know which ones I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all have one. That we yeah, know. like, so does, so what does, what does a cute person and an ugly person make? Do they, <laughs> do they It's make- a draw. It's a draw, a luck of the draw. I think a a cute person and an ugly person makes the cuter babies, to be honest. Okay, okay, okay. I would say that when you have two extremely attractive people, there's a lot of pressure there. And then when they have a strange looking baby, you're like, what happened? (laughs) What happened? mm, Oh my God. Okay. That's true. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so so here here's a question for for everyone what makes you fall in love what has what will what what do you what at what point in the relationship do you feel like it this has captured my heart i want to tell this person i love them Amber, you go first. Okay. I would say for me, do I feel safe here? Do I feel like this person, they genuinely care for me and I 
do I care for them? Do I care what happens to them about their well-being? You know, am I, am I concerned? Am I thinking about them, you know, nonstop? Am I doing things in my life to appease them or to make room for them, to make space for them? Do I see a future with this person? Am I, am I trying to make plans with this person or make plans for them? I would say is an indication of love for me. Because if I'm thinking about them in more than what's in front of me immediately, I'm like, oh, I must, I must have feelings that need to extend beyond where we are right now. Okay, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. Steph, what you got? I think it ultimately comes down to your your feelings and connection with that person and if you can see a future with them because ultimately you know you can care deeply about somebody and really like them but it might be any more than that so I think it's just a matter of you know like do you see a future with this person? Can you see having babies with this person? Like, do you see your life with this person? And how do you see this person integrated into your life? Okay, so <clears throat> I'm gonna blow everybody away right now. And some of my audience out there knows me very well. My the way that I fall in love is a very simple way. I try not to put too much thought into it because for me, it's about how that person makes me feel when I see them, you know, it's like if they left, all the air would leave with, with, with them. You know what I mean? So for me, it's very simple. D does this person um, give me butterflies? And when the butterflies are around, you know, is, is, it, is it that constant emotion? Because I know that when we fall in love with someone, it's a growth thing. You know what I mean? So you have to grow with that person and understand them even more than what you already do um, to fall deeper in love with them. Because when, you know, when we first fall in love with someone, it's a very superficial feeling. It's everything that's on the surface. But if you could go deeper than that, that's what I feel makes a, a relationship or someone that you uh, are trying to fall in love with or want to fall in love with, you know, make that feeling deeper to the point where more of that relationship will last longer. So for me, it's real simple. Does that person give me butterflies? Does it feel like I can't breathe? You know, all those different songs. I can't breathe if you're not around me. You know what I mean? I just can't breathe. Though That's what makes me fall in love. I mean, I'm after that happened, I'm sure it's it's a more deeper thing. You know, I fall in love with, with the, the way that person, what they do for me and how they treat me and how they love me. You know, we wake up in the morning, you're looking at me, I'm looking at you and you give me a smile. That's, that, that's all mushy stuff for me. I love that shit. I love it. I'm trying not to be too deep in my feelings today. Go ahead, Amber. You could do it. You could do it. This is the this is the love series. We did this episode. We need to get deep. <laughs> we do, and I I would say that those things exist. I would say for me, and it's not at all that I don't also feel those things. Um, but I would say that I I think and I overthink, and I have to replay through things to make sure that I'm understanding what has happened. Mm -hmm. So I will go through things and and reassess or go back and then, okay, now I know how I'm feeling about this. But as things are happening, I will just let them happen naturally. Mm -hmm. But I do need to think and rethink about things just to make sure that I'm understanding all that has occurred. 
Right. That makes sense. Yes. So I'm very analytical in that particular instance. But for me, it's more like I need to explain it to myself. How is it that I feel and how is it that I've come to this this feeling? Okay. So here's a question that was off topic a little bit, but not too off topic to the show uh, today. So are you okay with saying I love you first? Or do you wait for him to say it first? Stephanie? Yes, Stephanie, it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's deep. Um, I would say, honestly, because I've done both. Like, I've been the one to say it first. Um, but there's also been times to where he said it first. So I think it really just all depends on the other person that you're with and reading them and knowing their vibe because, you know, ultimately, you know, a person's biggest fear is going to be, okay, if I tell this person I love you and heaven forbid it's too soon and they're not where I'm at, are they going to run for the freaking hills? So, you know, it's, it's a give and take. I mean, I don't, I don't believe it's wrong. Like, you know, your feelings are what your feelings are. And sometimes if they do run for the hills, that, that is a blessing in disguise because that lets you know exactly where you stand but on the other right. hand, it you know, it's a catch-22 because if you do say it first, it might make them feel more comfortable and open up and be like, you know what, I'm there with you. I love you mm-hmm. too. And it's, it's a start of a beautiful love story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amber, are you scared? No, not at all. In fact, if... If I have my way, I prefer to be the one to say it first because that means that I've already had plenty of time to think about things and figure out how I feel. I would see that um, it's not at all that it's a calculated or um, something that is time specifically, but it is something that I don't say lightly to someone. I certainly say it when I mean it and not before it. Um, So it is awkward if someone has told me that they love me and I'm not there yet, or I'm not sure if I'm there yet, because I'm not going to say it if it's not how I feel. I certainly don't want to mislead or misguide anyone and how I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm going to have, yeah, it does make sense. I I think I'm going to have to piggy bank off of what Amber says, said, I don't feel bad if I say it first. Mm-hmm. I I wear my my heart on my sleeve a lot, so and <laughs> <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve, and so I'm okay and I'm comfortable in the space that you know. If I tell you that I love you, and you haven't said it yet, I'm gonna wonder why you ain't said it yet. Okay. But at the same time, you know where I stand. Now, if you just don't. If you don't cough up the goodies, you don't give me the lollipop. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna snatch my lollipop back and say, "Have a nice life, my friend." And that's where you are. You're in the friend zone. <laughs> Friends, we shall be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until I get my real man, and then he said, "No, no, 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 no. You can't be <laughs> friends with him." And then I'll be like, "I'm sorry. You had your chance." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, Amber, do you want to read the next one for us from Maya Angelou? Yes. And instead, Stephanie, you can read the next one after the from the wedding date. Okay. So love recognizes no boundaries. Maya Angelou. Oh man, that almost made me cry. So. Yeah, this. Well, first of all, let's just say how much Maya Angelou is so such a great. She was such a great human being. She gave us 
so much literature mm-hmm. and just so many different quotes. And she was such an awesome human being. You know, she was just too good for this world. Um, she, her quote here, love recognizes no boundaries. Because I, I feel like when you're in love with someone, there should be no boundaries. There shouldn't be a stipulation. Just like I said right now, you don't need to tell me you love me. When you're ready, you'll be ready. I'm not going to put you in a box and say, well, you better tell me you love me. If I say that you, if I say to you that I love you, you should tell me that you love me back. Ladies. Nobody wants that. Well, nobody with a good sense wants that. Please stop making your men do that to you. (laughs) It's so stupid. Like, a if recipe you tell, for disaster. It is a recipe for disaster because then when he does tell you he loves you, it's not genuine. You might genuinely be saying it to him, but he's not genuinely saying it to you. He's saying it to you because he's in fear that you might be upset with him and he doesn't want to put that as the course of you guys' relationship. So... Yeah. If he doesn't say it back, just recognize that he heard you and just keep saying it. Now, (laughs) if the boy don't say it after a while, girl, you got to pack your bag and roll out. But don't don't place him in a box. You know what I mean? Do y'all feel what I'm saying? Yeah, don't don't place him in a box because, like it says, love should have no boundaries. It should be completely boundaryless. I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? I think it is. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It, should have, it should have no boundaries. None at all. It's, you know, now there are some, you know, in Stephanie's world, you might have some um, safe <laughs> words. <laughs> but in mine too now. Hey. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying, like you, you should don't place your man in a box. Can, y'all, tell me your thoughts about love. Love recognize no boundaries. What do you guys think? Amber, you want to go? Um. Yes. So for, I would say especially for women. I would say that we are we are creatures who are, are built to communicate, built to express ourselves and and want to understand and want to bend and mold and and make ourselves available in a way that is in a way that will advance our, our relationship in addition to aiding in our, our partner in their success. So it's always, I mean, you can tell, I mean, don't get me wrong, not to say that there aren't women who are not at all, you know, engaged in a relationship for the sake of the relationship, but there are those who are, you know, in it to be committed in it and want to see it succeed. And what that means is that, you know, they're doing it because of, you know, any visual um, limitations or, or bound actual boundaries in the way or hurdles that may be there. If there's a hurdle, I would say that, you know, as women, we are built to, okay, I see that there, but we can, you know, we can go around it or we can go over it. It's not going to stop us from continuing. So not to say that there aren't going to be things that stand in the way and things that can create boundaries, but because um, the capacity for love in its existence, it means that just because they're there doesn't mean that it's not something that can be overcome. Amen to that. Steph, you can either comment or you can go on to the wedding date. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I will I will comment a little bit um, because I, I do agree that, you know, love doesn't recognize any boundaries. I mean, look at the show 90 Day Fiance, for example. You have people traveling to the other side of the world, never having met this person actually physically in person and apply for a K-1 visa and have to get married in 90 days. 
Sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't result in the wedding though, because they get there and like this is not what I anticipated at all. I have to go back. I must return. This is not. I would like a refund for my money check. I am going to have to leave. Yes. (laughs) So, truly care for somebody, and you truly love somebody. You're going to do whatever you feel you need to do and make whatever sacrifices you feel you need to make for the sake of being with that person and having them in, in your life because you do love them. I hear that. Yeah, that's I, so true. I also would like to point out, though, that there are those who are in love in a situational manner. Like, I'm already here. Like, fuck. I can't. I've already quit my job. Like, I'm here. What do I do now? That happens. That is true. That definitely happens. Unfortunately. And for, for, for me, and I'm just speaking from personal experience, <clears throat> I will never say that I don't, I, I was in a relationship that was how can I say this? I will never say that I was in a relationship with a person that I did not love. I did love this person and I stayed with him because I loved him because I love my kid. But at the end of the day, and I'm speaking to all those women out there who are in these relationships that are lasting 10 plus years and you're still there because what the hell else are you going to fucking do? I feel like you should be putting your heart first. You should be putting your heart first. You, if you don't put your heart first, when you do get out of that relationship, it is going to be super difficult to love the next person because you are going to be so conditioned Mm -hmm. to keep doing what you're already doing. And you think that that is going to be okay for the next relationship. But baby girl, you are doing what's called the definition of insanity. So first, don't stay in a relationship because you feel like that's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. And don't be scared to jump. Just close your eyes and jump. Somebody will be there to catch you. Straight up. Or you'll have to tuck and roll, but guess what? Girl, you still get do back it. up. Yep, you might get a little bruises, bumps, or whatever, but you'll be okay. Truth. Yes. Steph, tell us about the wedding date. All right. So the wedding date, cutest movie ever. Um, Can I say I've never seen it before? Can I say that out loud? You can, but we'll have to watch it together. My goodness. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Uh, But one of the famous one-liners is, I think I'd miss you even if we'd never met. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm missing him right now. Um, you know, I know that everybody has a person, you know what I mean? Um, we all have a person out there that, that is made just for us. And I don't mean to get all spiritual or or anything like that. It's just who I am. It's, you know, how God created me, but we all have a person that God created just for us. And I, I know that whoever this person is, I know I've been thinking about him for some many years now. And so I do miss him and we haven't met. Cause then he could have saved me from all the bullshit that I have been going through. Oh my God, you guys be putting us through some shiznit, okay? Mm-hmm. Some shiznit. And I know that we can all find our Cameron. Oh, 
God. You guys have to watch Love is Blind. I did not watch any of the series. I did watch the clip, though. I was a little teary-eyed. I did not finish it. I was like, nope, I have to go. We we have to. (laughs) I am waiting for my Cameron. Okay, damn it. I'm waiting for him. You hear me on this 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 podcast. Come to me. I'm waiting. Speed. <laughs> like send a message or something. Ooh, you know, send up a flag or something. Okay? <laughs> send out the war cry just so we at least know which general location to send her to. Okay? Oh my, my but mine too, shoot. Oh my goodness. Like make yourself known, you know. Mm. You know. So, do you want me to tell you what I think when I hear this line? Yeah. Please speak it, girl. Spill the tea. Okay. So, Keisha, you know that I was in a long-distance relationship for four years. Four years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Never met this guy actually in person. Yes, we video chatted, we text, we talked every single day. So when I hear this line, that's who instantly came to my mind is because we we never met. And even still till this day, even though our relationship isn't what it was, like we still check in on each other he still checks in on me like we still have that connection there it's just we were too far apart and I think too much time had passed Mm -hmm. to where it just there was no bringing it back together so to speak if that makes sense so four years is such a long time yeah girl I couldn't do that I could not either I mean, well, I think I could do it a little bit, but there are breaks in between there. And to have gone the the entire time you never met? We never met. Our biggest issue was, is I felt he should have bought the first plane ticket for us, for me to come to him or for him to come here either way. I just felt like he should have bought the plane ticket first but he wanted to split the plane ticket and I didn't feel like we should have to split it my logic was okay you buy the first ticket and then I will buy the next ticket but I need to see that you being the man in the relationship because what if we do meet and we still have the same connection in person and I decide to uproot my life, I'm not going to have a job right away. You know, I'm not, I'm going to be relying on you a little bit. So I need to make sure that we, that we're going to be secure, that I'm going to be okay. And so that's why I wanted him to buy the first ticket to kind of show and prove that, you know, he was in that position and he he fought me on it tooth and nail saying no oh did he ever my goodness i want to split it i want to split it if that but well when you're thinking back if i may because mind you i don't know all the story i'm like the difference was you splitting that cost i mean if you're going to be as a shared unit why would it not have made sense to concede something that was not going to matter in the long run Cause I think, uh, can I cut in right quick, Steph? Cause I do know the story. Okay. I think she wanted to see commitment from him. Mm-hmm. So she had, you know, she had put in her commit, what she felt like was her commitment to him. Okay. And he had not shown her commitment. Yes. He shared video chats. Yes. He called her all the time and they talked or whatever, but I think, you know, and he gave him, she gave him several opportunities. Cause I remember one time we were planning a trip to Vegas. We always motherfucking planning a trip to Vegas. <laughs> so <laughs> we were planning a trip to Vegas. And I was like, dude, why don't you ask him to come out? All he has to do is fucking show up. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a hotel room. You know, you guys can kick me out <laughs> and I'll go and hang out on this trip. 
there's tons of people I know here already. Um, and you know, dude was like, he was, he was there and then he wasn't there. And I was like, what, what the fuck? What do you mean he was there and then he wasn't there? Meaning he wanted to come, but then all of a sudden he backed out. Oh, okay. Boo. He was, I was just like, what are you doing? Like you, you, you don't even, all you have to do is buy a plane ticket and show up with your, with, you know, your carry on luggage. Yeah, and his whole issue was he felt like we needed to split the ticket. And, you know, looking back on it, yeah, I I probably could have conceded. Like, I think more or less what the issue was is I wanted to see that financial stability. Before, ah, there it is. Like, I put Boom. all into it. And the okay. other issue was okay. when we first started talking, he lived in Georgia. And then um, I think it was like two years in, he ended up having to move back to Virginia where he's originally from because his mom's health started declining. So he wanted to be there for his, his mom and to help his mom out, which I understood. But a plane ticket cost from Arizona to Georgia is a lot less expensive than a ticket from Arizona to Virginia. So okay. that also caused a major issue too in the long run, you know. But yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty, you know. Yeah. Like it is what it is, and that's why I say I think too much time had passed sure. in order sure. for us to get back to where it was. Unfortunately, well, it's unfortunate, but you've been able to move forward, so. Yeah, she's... Go ahead. I'm just saying, I I have indeed, you know. It was a learning experience. I mean, I I still have have love for him. Like, he he will always be, you know, in some shape, way, or form, a part of my life, just not as big as, as he was. Sure. So I have a quote from Madonna. She's like, Madonna and Michael Jackson and Prince have been like the people that I grew up with, including Tiffany, if you guys know who she is. <clears throat> um, <laughs> oh, what was that famous song? Um, oh, I can't think of it. Anyway. Um, but anyway, so Tiffany, Madonna, Prince, and Michael Jackson have been the people that I grew up with. And I have never read this until we did this episode, um, but here's a quote from Madonna. It's It says, to be brave is to love someone unconditionally without expecting anything in return. I would agree. So, have we... Okay, so, I like this statement but it has a lot of holes. That it does. I think something also to think about is thinking about the 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 culture mm-hmm. that was in its existence when Madonna said this statement. When, yes, when yes, she yes. said it. And, right. and and if you asked her about it now, I I without a doubt would know she would change something about that statement. Yeah, because this was in the 80s, possibly the 90s, when things were simpler and we didn't have so much, you know, technology involved. So much access to to someone else. Yeah. You know, you had to physically go be with someone in order to be with that person. Nowadays, you know, it's just like, hey, girl, FaceTime. Here we are. (laughs) <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. How you doing, boy? What you going, what's going on with you? Hey. Um, the holes that I see in this statement, I can love you without expecting anything in return. But if someone knows that I'm, I'm going to say this, but I, I'm going to try to cultivate what I'm saying in a way that you guys can understand. But If someone, if you are loving someone for the first time and you have not solidified anything in your relationship, but you're 
dating, you love each other, maybe you you haven't gotten to the stage of being engaged or anything like that, and you're loving this person unconditionally, which you're supposed to do. That is what love is, right? And you're loving without expecting anything. Uh, I don't know. I expect, I expect you to love me at the way that I'm loving you. That's what I expect. And that's what I was going to say. If I'm loving somebody unconditionally, you best bet I expect to be loved unconditionally back. Because you're not going to get all my unconditional love and you (laughs) just be off doing whatever the thing you want to do. I would say that this kind of contradicts you know, what it is to even say that you love someone first. If one person gets to it before the other person, how can we expect them to mirror or provide the same type of love that is being received? Well, okay, so this this statement has to be something that's later in the relationship. It's got to be, because sure. it doesn't, yeah. you know what I mean? It can't. It can't be in the beginning because that doesn't make sense. The the statement from before, you know, love recognizes no boundaries mm-hmm. or what makes you fall in love. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, you know, saying I love you first is like, like I said, it's the, the surface of, or the beginning of your love story. Sure. This is like the middle. <laughs> Yeah, girl, the middle. I would say, you know, maybe I'm doing love wrong because my love absolutely comes with conditions. What kind of love do I have for you? Is it that of a romantic kind? Okay, that that comes with particular stipulations. If it's that of a friendship, guess what? We're still open to all these other things and I love you and I can be open with it because it's not going to upset me, you know, short of you abusing me in our friendship. I could still mm-hmm. love you, be your friend and be not in contact with you on a regular and continual basis. And, and mind you, I understand we're talking about in a romantic sense, but right. maybe I'm doing it wrong. I have, I could still love you and not speak to you again, only because I know I cannot deal with it. So, so I guess, you know, I, I, I feel like the, that you can love someone unconditionally but you should expect something from that person that you are also that you're in love with because how could you fucking not yeah you know how could you fucking not so I'm gonna love you unconditionally but baby boy you could do whatever the fuck you wanna do you good you don't wanna love me it's cool what no 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 Boy, bye. <laughs> yeah. That's the next episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. So we have one more quote, and it's from Beyonce. Do you want to read it for me, Amber? Love is an endless act of forgiveness. Words by Queen B herself. Mm-hmm. Hell to the hell to the queen. <laughs> um mm, I, I okay okay. Um please hold. Woo <laughs> <laughs> yes. girl, you okay, we end in this pot we end this podcast episode on a yes, deep one. Yes. Okay, um Beyonce, please please don't don't be mad at us that we're going to put we're going to pick this apart real quick okay as steph said okay <laughs> we're going to pick this apart um love is an endless act of forgiveness yeah it is yeah i think it was something that you're going to hear in the boy by series or the boy by episode um if you do something wrong to me the first time I forgive you baby but if you do it the second motherfucking time that's a choice it's a choice it's a choice yeah. you chose to to screw me over again so I can't forgive you I can forgive you 
if you leave the seat up and I almost fall into it in the Girl, middle of the night. That's the worst. <laughs> like death incarnate, like it sends a chill through the whole soul. Like, why? What the hell? My ass hurt now. <laughs> I can forgive you if you leave the dishes in the sink and you don't wash them. I can forgive you if you leave your socks all over the floor and you keep doing that. But if you betray us, I can't forgive you once. You got a free pass. The second time, you chose to fuck me over. Girls, weigh in. Mm The choice. Lord help me. Lord help me. Yeah, I would say it, it absolutely is um, an act of forgiveness. <laughs> and I would say that there are levels to the forgiveness. Is this a like a forgiveness level one? You know? Right. You forgot to call me back. Okay, one or two. Okay. But you're right. Betrayal, that's like an 11 out of 10. And it's just... I, I can't. It's a lot. I can't. I I have forgiven a lot in my life mm-hmm. in regards to men. I think that's a lot of women because because of how we are conditioned or even some of our biological tendencies, girl. Oh, that's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just you know, how in the world Okay, so let, let's back up. Love is an endless endless act of forgiveness. You are correct in the sense that you are not doing things that are hurting me purposely. Yeah. Like you didn't make the bed or you didn't wash the laundry or you forgot to, you know, take my car for an oil change or maybe you were late picking me up for from work or something. Those are things that I'm thinking that Beyonce could be talking about, mm-hmm. but she can't. Beyonce, come on, you cannot be talking about me forgiving this man for endless times of hurting me. You can't be. Can someone please tell me that this can't be? Was she? She couldn't be talking about that. I don't know how we could know. I mean, we don't know the inner workings of Beyonce's relationships and what makes it work (laughs) right and we all know we only see what we you know what we know of publicly we don't know necessarily Mm -hmm. what goes on or even if it's about her her current relationship with her husband right it might be about somebody else it could be what were you saying Steph I, I do agree I think there are definitely levels to the the forgiveness and you know i think it's on both ends on on men and and women because you know not gonna sit here and lie there's stuff that us females do that irritates the hell out of these men but Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) a relationship is a give and take and maybe that's what she's saying is to where it's an endless act of forgiveness is because when you all have these little these little spats and these little tips you have to come together and see if there's a resolution and a compromise and that's where the forgiveness comes in or even like it's a it's a two-part thing like on one hand needs to forgive you know the person for you know sliding them in whatever way but then the other party must also forgive them for being upset about it in the first place right like it's a it's on both sides of it truly right and when i do forgive somebody for doing something like a cheating situation or something like that i always try to dig deep and ask the person why because it's the why if you could figure out and the ladies listen really close If you can figure out the why and try to fix the why, you'll probably be a happier person. You'll probably be a happier relationship. And I've heard that from many people. 
if you can figure out the why if the if the person is just straight up like oh no <laughs> what what Negro? what did you say you don't know that you is, don't know why that's just because I want to I did it because yes. I want to yeah and you know what we call him fuck boy a fuck boy <laughs> <laughs> That, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call fuckboy. Certified and stamped, put his ass on the line. He is a fuckboy. Yeah, definitely. And we already told you guys, the love series is going to bring out some stuff, man. You guys don't look. We trying to tell you. We trying to warn you. Stay away from the fuck boys. <laughs> I feel like there should be a label. Like if their mother did not send them out of the house by a certain age, they should be required to have something tattooed across their forehead. <laughs> I said it. I said what I said. Just as a warning. Oh my god! And it doesn't have to be on their forehead because some of their foreheads are so pretty. Fine, put it on their wrist. Somewhere we can check. Put it on somewhere where we can see before we physically engage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. So. Can I kind of piggyback on what you were saying, Keisha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as the why, sometimes the why isn't that other person. Sometimes the person who did the cheating may have something within themselves going on that they just don't recognize that they're not being fulfilled to where it doesn't matter who they are with that the end result is going to be the same because there's something going on internally that they just either don't know and don't recognize or are choosing to not not it and and consequences be damned because Mm -hmm. you know we can we can ask ourselves all day long you know why did this happen to me what did I do but sometimes it's not us when you say us you mean us as women or us as people us as like let's say for example I was in a relationship and I ended up getting cheated on there may not have been anything that I did that led to me being cheated on. But you didn't do it if you're the person who's being cheated on. You you didn't do it, though. It's whoever is doing the act of the infidelity that is the mm-hmm. one taking action, the one making choices for the pair of you. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But what I'm saying is sometimes us as women, and you know, I don't know if men do this as well, but sometimes as women, if we get cheated on, we tend to internalize that and start to put the blame on ourselves. Well, no, ma'am. What was well, we do that, that sometimes. I I didn't do, or what could I have done differently? You know, why did he do this to me? And sometimes it's not even about us. Okay, I see where she's going at with that one, mm-hmm. because. Um, you know how men say, oh, she has daddy issues or for guys, they say, oh, he has mommy issues. So I feel like what Steph is trying to say is, you know, these people that we might be falling in love with or might be in relationships with might have some internal shit going on that we didn't even know was there. And, or they might be, uh, uh, addicted to sex or addicted you know habitual cheaters we don't know Mm -hmm. until it happens to us and then we find out that these people you know um as one of my friends say Mm -hmm. is garbage (laughs) (laughs) now i'm not saying that you know you know all, all men who cheat are garbage that's not what i'm saying but if you do it all the fucking time and you multiply do it and you continuously lie to people in their face you're garbage that's true. and that's not take that when take that motherfucking trash out they and the, but that's i mean and to be fair women absolutely cheat too they absolutely yeah absolutely do. yeah this is not a one-sided no, conversation not even a little bit i mean definitely i think the motive 
of a woman are different than that of a man when they're looking to to step outside of a relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it definitely can happen for both ways now I, would, I don't know what we would call a woman who does that I don't, I don't know that there's a, a female equivalent of fuckboy but I, I think there is a thing called a fuck girl. Fuck I, girl. I think I've okay. seen something. I, Did I, you? Uh, you know what, guys, okay. women. I know y'all both listening to this podcast. We gonna we on our next episode. We will find out what the definition is of uh, the equivalent of a fuck boy, but a woman. I, I know I've seen the, something. I hope it's not the c word. I can't stand that word. It's just so ugly. Ugh. I what hate word using is that, that word. I'm not gonna the say cunt? it. I, yeah, I hate that word. Why you hate that word? Because it sounds so aggressive and angry, and I kind of like want to punch somebody <laughs> in the face when I hear it. I'm like, I hate it. It's like when you people cunt. hear the word moist when they hear that word. I'm like, oh, I don't like that either. It's like I do not like it. I just don't like it, and I'm like, ah. So I hope that's not what it is, Lord. I hope not either. I oh, hope not either. If you have a fuck boy, why can't you have a fuck girl? Like you gotta have fuck girl. I think so. We got girl would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to find this out. So let's find that in, out. In the in the next episode, we will find out if there is a such thing as a fuck girl. I know Urban Dictionary will tell us. thank you urban dictionary you always keep us up to date we on our shit (laughs) (laughs) all right guys that's the end of our episode today love the other four letter word we're gonna go ahead and close out this show with love is blind it's lauren and cameron and they were saying their vows if you want to see more of that show love is blind you have to go visit netflix it's really really good it's it's addicting steph can i can't wait i can't wait for the next i can't wait for the next show netflix can you please hurry the hell up and find some couples and put their ass in a pod so i can just watch them you know fall in love that's all i really want to do we should send in our own volunteer we'll send in our own volunteer (laughs) yes i will i will volunteer you know well in a in a few months i'll volunteer but if you you know (laughs) (laughs) not yet not yet no we're not ready no we're not we are not ready for all that okay but i am ready for another another season so hurry the hell up we ready come on hurry up all right guys that's it for us y'all take care Thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story podcast and featuring the love series. Please stand as we bring in our beautiful bride. this woman to be married to this man. I do. Every day that we've spent together has been a blessing to me. <laughs> There's so much I love about you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> I've been crying all day. (laughs) You made me want to be a better man. And you have everything that I need in a partner. I feel very blessed to have you in my life. It's beautiful. Cameron, I love that you make me feel comfortable being fully myself no matter how flawed goofy or broken I may have been I'm thankful for our time together and how happy our moments are 
I've never had a man love me as purely and selflessly as you have. <laughs> I'm grateful for the things that have made me uncomfortable and forced me to grow. Nice. I'm grateful for you. Mine's was simple. <laughs> but I missed it, damn it. I missed I'm sorry, Pastor. I didn't mean to curse. I didn't mean to curse, Lord. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Lauren and Cameron. <laughs> now is the time to decide if love is truly blind. Your love developed in an untraditional way based on an intense emotional connection. Looks, money, age, and race that might be important to some people was not a factor for you too. And now today, you stand together in the presence of your family, your friends, and Almighty God to decide if love is blind and whether or not to face life together as husband and wife or walk away from each other forever. Thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story. This podcast has been brought to you by your parent company, KC Products, LLC. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Connect with us and keep the conversation going on Facebook and Instagram. If you love Tell Me Your Story, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.